Well, good morning, Heather, and I brought coffee this morning. Thank you for that. Uh, those of you out there, please uh, join us uh, for our informal weekly coffee. This is Heather Lofthouse, the Executive Director of Inequality Media Civic Action. And Heather, you are my former student. Yes, years ago. Years ago. Was it this century? I think it was. Barely. This century. Um, and uh, what we do every, for those of you who are joining us, what we do every Saturday is we talk about the the lows. It was supposed to be highs and lows, but it's now mostly the lows of the week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, too. Um, but uh, Heather, this past week, Congress has been out. Mm-hmm. And so that makes the lows a little bit higher. I don't know. I mean, mass shootings abound, and it's again and again, and it's cemeteries and hospitals. Well, and- but, well uh, it's just... I mean, it's one of those things that it's hard to keep on talking about without getting either upset or inured mm-hmm. and and just sort of numb uh, because it just keeps on going. Um, and Biden has proposed banning assault weapons. This is nothing new. There used to be an assault weapon ban. Uh, and he's also uh, proposed a lot of things, you know, banning high by banning the kind of magazines, uh, high um, um, what are they called? High something magazines? High velocity. I High can't velocity. Remember. Well, you know, there, um, there, there are so many things that need to be banned. Other countries, Australia, New Zealand, they've done it. Canada. Um, you know, they speak English. They're not as if they're, they're that different from the United States culturally. Why can't we? Uh, the problem is Congress gets back next week. These proposals are sad to say going to die in the Senate because you can't get 10 senators, 10 Republican senators. And that's, uh, I mean, I I hate to be so fatalistic about it. But it is, I mean, it's the reality. Uh, And have you been, I mean, you watch things and people are bringing guns onto their videos. Well, I I mean, the the thing is we have two such fundamentally different cultures in the United States right now. You know, we have uh, a freedom to choose, uh, you know, kind of pro-abortion, if you went, want, uh, and anti-gun culture, and then you have the opposite. And and the division is, is really quite stark. So why don't we just divide the country? Ah, uh, no. It's already divided. Let's I know, unite no, but, it. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being only half facetious. Right. That we there are places like California, New York, the New England, uh, Oregon, Washington, um, and uh, and a few points between that are places where you know, progressives and progressive ideas and ideals matter, and then there are other places, uh, mostly the old South, but um, some other places, other states, right. uh, where. You just, they're banning abortion. They're making it very difficult for women to find, to have any, any freedom whatsoever over when and how and where to have uh, and whether to have children. Well, we have to be careful painting with too broad a brush, though, state by state, because we do have colleagues who remind us, obviously, that there are people in each state who can choose different things. So it's not all just blue versus red states. Well, the trouble is that these states are... The state legislators um, are dominated by Republicans, and those Republican state legislatures are are doing what they want to do on guns and abortion. That's what I was going to say. On the gun front, what can be done at the state level? If the federal level is problematic, 
Well, a place like California, I think, simply has got to not only move toward banning assault weapons and guns, I mean, um, large magazines, uh, any, any kind of semi-automatic rifle, uh, handguns, uh, and, and then come down very hard on people from other states who are bringing guns into uh, California. I, I, uh, California is large enough, I think it needs to do it. Uh, and uh, now that is going to run into trouble in terms of the free commerce between the states right. that is enshrined in the Constitution. Um, but I don't see any other way. Just as I think uh, states like California, Oregon, Washington have to become uh, refuges, uh, ref- places where people who get uh, abortions or want to get abortions in uh you know, Oklahoma or Texas, they can come uh, and they can, um, they're welcomed and maybe their airfare is paid for. Uh, I mean, we are separating to that extent. Right. It's depressing. Now, this is going to be a hell of a segue, but speaking of armaments, here we are trying to figure out what we do on our own soil at the same time that we're trying to decide what weapons we send and support overseas in Ukraine. Is this irony? I mean, this is... Well, it is It is an irony. I mean, the United States, uh, you know, we say that we want to control... Gu- Many of us want to control guns and semi-automatics and the, the, you know, the, the easy access to larger and larger and more deadly weapons in the United States. But we are the producer of deadly weapons in the world. We are the major exporter of deadly weapons in the world. We make, or at least our, our weapons manufacturers make a huge amount of money off of this. Uh, and indirectly, the United States does. And we are sending, uh, prepared to send even larger rockets into Ukraine. Um, now, personally, I think that's probably necessary. Uh, but let's, you know, if you step back from the big picture, uh, it's, it's, it's problematic, isn't it? I mean, I think so. And well, by the way, you can, t- you, you have your mask on and I appreciate that. But you can take it off. I don't no. know what the etiquette is. The you etiquette know? is I keep it on, even though I tested negative with a home test today. Well, I tested negative too. Okay. Well, I'm keeping. But thank you. But I'm going to keep it on. Well, you have. You a, have to just read my eyes. Is that because eyes. you have a you have a a an eight year old? Nine year old. Nine year old. Yeah. Sorry. I can only barely remember. Um, and so he's going to school, and um, and so he might bring things back. Is that what your yes. concern is? Yep, that's my concern. And I'm an old. Yeah, that's really, that's, yeah, that was you. the main, you that's get the main, it. Okay, get I get it. it, I do. Okay. Um, but so it's, but Ukraine, so I think we're a hundred days in. hundred days in. Right. And yeah. it is, I mean, it's interesting to watch the story. It's below the fold, to use a term that has to do with paper, newspapers. Well, see, I think that's an important factor because with the United States, Americans, we have no patience and we have, you know, uh, we are so eager to move on to the next story that as long as the Ukraine and Putin's war is above the fold, is as long as it's headlines, we get into it. Uh, but now if it looks like it's going to be a long slog, and it looks like it is going to be a long slog, it could be another month or, f- or another, who knows, three months, six months, 10 months, uh, Putin is there for the long haul. Right. But can we stay interested enough? Are we going to be even sending armaments? Um, Already, France, Italy, and Germany are signaling that they want peace talks, and uh, Britain and the United States are saying, no, 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 we don't want peace talks between Russia and Ukraine. Ukraine doesn't want peace talks. Russia doesn't want peace talks. But if the United States doesn't put any pressure on Ukraine to move towards some sort of peaceful resolution, even if it means um, 
uh, maybe ceding the Donbass region, the eastern region to Russia. Is there any end, end to this? And then you can't help but think, what if it had been the case, if this were happening to Ukraine and Trump had been president? Oh! But really, what? Well, where I would mean, we be? Well, it's not, yes, where would we be, but where would Ukraine right, be? I mean, exactly. I, I think the fact of the matter is that uh, Putin would already have completely overrun Ukraine. And uh, and Trump is still trumping. That's I mean, it. Uh, and he's still next week. making noises and... Yes, next week. week, January 6th hearings, starting on Thursday, prime time. Very important. Very important. Everybody, everybody out there who's joining us, make sure you tune in on Thursday. Uh, It's going to be Eastern Eastern time, uh, 8 p.m. and uh, Pacific time, 5 p.m. and all times in between. Uh, What should should we be looking for? uh, Well, there will be revelations. Um, Heather, more and more revelations, I'm sure, will be coming out about the extent to which Trump was personally involved in a plot to overturn the results of the election, of the 2020 election. Um, this was a coup. This is the first time in America we have actually had a coup, and it was orchestrated in part by the president of the United States. Um, huge deal. Uh, the real action and the real importance here is what effect this has on the Justice Department, uh, particularly uh, the grand juries. And we now know they're supposed to be secret, but we we can infer that there are two grand juries that have been impaneled uh, by the Justice Department that are looking into all of this. They've already been working. Now, they already have uh, indicted uh, and uh, even sent to prison several of the ringleaders of the actual insurrection. But what about the White House? What about Trump's White House? That's what we are getting closer and closer to. And Liz Cheney is going to be a key participant Mm -hmm. because she is, after all, um, she's a Republican. She's vice chair of the committee. uh, And as long as she's taking a leading role, it's going to be very hard for Republicans, i.e. Trump and Trumpsters, to say this is all partisan. So we'll see. Yes. Big question mark. And we will talk about it in a week on our next clutch. I reserve the right to. Well, you know, I really, I really hope uh, that there is something that that pushes the Justice Department and the Attorney General to take action, uh, because we cannot simply go into the election with nothing being done with an entire. Uh, a term of office having no. finished and and no accountability. Right. And we need, pe- like you said, we need people to be watching. So so I've got a, a question for you. Okay. You've got a nine-year-old and uh, he's a good speller. You're yeah. kind. <laughs> well, the National Spelling Bee was just this past week and there was a young person, I don't even know, she was she wasn't nine. I think she was 14. Mm-hmm. She won the National Spelling Bee. Okay, I'm going to give you the word. This is awful. Heather, Heather. Uh, I think her, her name is Harini Logan. I could have it wrong. But the word is Morhen. Morhen, a female of the red grouse variety. Go. I mean, so Morhen, like if you're, if you're, Eating, you know, at a barbecue and you want... Don't overthink. You additional just... poultry, it would be M-O-R-E-H-E-N. Ah! <laughs> Heather, it's M-O-O-R-H-E-N. You failed. You would not have... 
you would not have won the Do National you Spelling Bee. I would not have, but I also might not have entered myself in it, yes, to be no. frank. But did you remember years ago, there was a young girl who won. And when they said the word, it was UNM. Does anyone remember this? And she knew it. And her whole, she vibrated and levitated and was like, and she shouted the letters. Did she, she get it out? Yes. And she got it. <laughs> UNM. Hey, you. And it was like the most oh. gratifying delivery of the word. It was so fun. That oh. was years ago. I oh. thought you were going to talk about the New York Times spelling bee. You don't uh, do that one, do you? I don't do the New York Times. Oh, bee. I no, no, love no. it. What? What? I don't even know what. What? It, oh, it's great. It's a little honeycomb, and you yeah. always have there are seven letters, and you have to use the letter in the middle, mm. and it has to be four letters or more, mm. and there you get different ranks. So you have to. I mean, I try to always get amazing, and on a good day, you try and get genius, and if you get wait a minute, all is of genius them, is is higher than amazing. Yes. Yes. And if you get all of them. You get a secret message. And did, have you ever gotten a secret message? I've gotten it. Can twice. you reveal it to me? You are the queen bee. <laughs> if you get all the words, it's tricky. You should. It's. I guarantee I'll, you, I'll some it. of you Substackers are doing it just like well, I am. I, I've been. I've been doing Wordle. Ooh, Wordle's great. Wordle is great. I yeah. do that with my nine-year-old. Well, that's a that's something that a nine-year-old can get into. Yes, it actually. I highly recommend. That's something it. I can fun. get into, yeah. even even at my age. <laughs> right. Um, well, I think I think games are important, especially now with everything, everything, everything going on. Uh, Heather, thank you for having coffee with me again. By the way, uh, one other good piece of news. A new study just came out, showed that if you drink more than one cup of coffee a day, right, you have a 30% less chance of dying. This is incredible. Is there an upper bound? <laughs> no. At 40 it's, cups? No. <laughs> it's amazing. You'll never die. Just just have your coffee. And everybody out there, uh, you have a great week and um, and just keep drinking your coffee. Bye. <laughs>